a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. On local matters, we are in pre-election mode. On 11th of June, we can all vote a new municipal council in our communes, which hopefully in the future solves the issues that bug us most. In the past weeks, we have asked you on several channels which topics you need to know about. And we will continue to ask you which commune, which topic and which questions you need answers to. Housing is definitely one of the most urgent problems in many communes. Last week, we've started presenting the solutions of the local parties on how to solve the housing crisis. All parties have a plan on how to increase the available housing and especially affordable housing. All parties want to build, some more, others less. Some parties have different additional solutions and approaches. Today and tomorrow we compare the ideas of the Luxembourg City parties in terms of housing. Our first guest today is Serge Wilmes, the main candidate for the Luxembourg City section of the Christian Social People's Party, the CSV. The CSV is currently in coalition with the DP in the city. Hello, Serge Wilmes. Hello. I'm very happy that you could make it and take the time for our interview. The most important topic, obviously, is housing, not only for our listeners, but for the general country. And even though the national parties, the national government, does have the main responsibility for this issue, the municipalities do have tools to influence the housing market as well. In your manifesto, you say that you want to create more affordable housing. How do you want to achieve that? Like we already did last uh, over the last five years, means that as city, we are constructing building dwellings, affordable dwellings. So the city is doing this. And then the city is also owning properties. And on that properties, we are building affordable housing. Currently, the city owns 880 dwellings, affordable dwellings, and we built more than 200 affordable dwellings over the last five years. We're going to build now, there are still 490, so nearly 500 dwellings in planning or are going to construct uh, over the next years. But these are all very small projects still. Because what we really did is um, really having speeding up huge residential projects of the city, like the ones uh, Porto Holrich, where the city is going to really construct with some private owners, but mainly the city as a main actor, a new neighborhood for like 7,000 people over the next years, of course. It's not going to be built in, in five years. It's a project that's going to be built over the next 10, 15 years. It's a whole new neighborhood. But there, at Porto Hollerich, at Route d'Arlon, where currently you have the athletic stadium and recycling center, the city is going to construct a new residential area. And also at Fayencerie in Rollinger Grund and Langfuhr. These are the main projects of the city where the city is one of the main actors or the main actor. And 
at these areas, we are going to have over the next years, over the next decade or 15 years, thousands of new dwellings where the city is also the owner, owned by the city, constructed and owned by the city. Uh, of course, this takes time. And what is also taking too much time are the procedures. Many the procedures on national level. We have to speed up these uh, procedures because if you are uh, passing here at the city council a dwelling project and housing project, then still it takes years to construct it, to implement it, because the procedures are too long, far too long. The issue is not about political uh, will. Uh, there is the political will, and the city and this majority invested all the money that we that we have at our disposal, and we also recruited architects and engineers. So in order to to really build more and faster new dwellings, but it takes time because we don't have construction companies. We're also relying on construction companies, and we're also relying on procedures, also on national level. And it takes too long, too much time to get all the permits to implement and to build this uh, affordable housing. So this is one main task next government has to tackle. Of course, in collaboration with the city and other municipalities. Building, as you say, takes time and this is also a very expensive solution if we compare it to maybe other approaches. So there are loads of empty buildings within the city of Luxembourg. Um, why would you rather invest in building new, new neighborhoods instead of um, using the space and the places that already exist? Yeah, because the empty houses are not belonging to the city and you can have incentives also that these kind of houses um, that people can move in again. Uh, but I think that we have to focus on, on the, the thing that where we have leverage where we are actor and the city is actor because we have properties and we are even also acquiring new properties and we can build. And if you talk to our architects and they tell you that even some, some small houses or townhouses belonging to the city uh, have to be first renovated, it takes a lot of time and the same energy to renovate one unit as to build 20 units. So I think that we have to focus on quantity and not just one unit because it takes the same time. So I think that really the main, the main action that we can take is really creating and building more units on new properties or on properties, bigger properties. And even you said that uh, building takes a lot of time and also what even adjusting the national procedures take a lot of time. Um, and you say that the main responsibility is still on national level. Luxembourg City, however, has way more concrete and more severe housing crisis than the other communes. And the growth of the population here in the city is enormous. How do you want to keep up with the speed? Well, that's very difficult. And I, I'm going to tell you even that the one who is telling that we can even, uh, at one stage, we can even keep up with it and perhaps go even ahead of the, 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 the growth He's lying. It's not possible. You always have also to be candid and, and, and frank also to your voters and tell them <clears throat> it's not possible to even really one day 
keep up with the, with this democratic growth because it's too dynamic and it's good that it's dynamic because it's also uh, bringing us new people here and also they are paying taxes so we also have money and we also have to invest not just in housing but you also have to in invest in the extension of existing schools and all the infrastructures and that you need also for your everyday life huh? uh, but uh, again you have to, to, to just build more and you have to speed up the procedures and it's that's something that the next government has to do, and they, it's possible to do it if there is a real will. Then you can say, well, it, it will take you three months to get the permits. If in this three months' time you don't have the permits, then you can build, because then it's like, how you say, it's like an agreement, even if you don't have an, 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 a verbal agreement. But in, if in three months' time you get not the permit, you will not have it, then you can build it. It's silence pour accord. So if, if there's a silence after three months, then you, 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 you get the permit. You can also um, introduce something like that. It's just an idea. I don't know if it's going to do, or if we are going to do this. But it's mainly, you have to, yeah, it takes time construction, but you can speed it up if, you have to, if the procedures are going to be faster. Thank you, Serge Vemis. <laughs> Thank you. For Serge Wilmes and his CSV party, building is the solution for the housing crisis. To allow faster construction, Wilmes sees the need to accelerate application and authorization procedures, he says. Changing procedures for construction permits is not within the remit of the city. However, a city council could put pressure on the national government, especially the largest city council in the country. The Luxembourg City Coalition of DP and CSV have already planned and started a few large construction projects for new neighborhoods. The left party Day Leng as well says they want to build more apartments. One second large point of their campaign, however, is the use of existing properties. To talk about Dayling's suggested solutions for the housing crisis, I've invited the main candidate Anna Correa together with party colleague Asim Chirsada. Hello, Asim Chirsada and Anna Correa. Nice to meet you. It's great that you could make it. Thank Hello. You. If we talk about local politics and in general politics in Luxembourg, the most urgent topic that everybody, well, nearly everybody is concerned about is obviously housing. So housing is mostly a national competence. However, the municipality has some tools to influence the housing market. And you, Leng, you want to strengthen the municipal competences in terms of housing. In your um, pre-election program, it says you want to implement the legal means available to combat the housing crisis on a local level. Why do you see the necessity to increase the local competences? Uh, one thing is that the municipality has vast uh, resources, uh, monetary resources, financial resources. Also, it has uh, the machinery in terms of uh, the human resource that is at its disposal, which can act on these fronts. And with this, we think that uh, municipality can intervene strategically in the housing market by creating a large number of housing. By the end of the term, the municipality should be able to create 5,000 new housing units. 
it has to uh, intervene it knows well the city and its nuts and bolts more than probably the the national organs of the state so in that sense we think that it's a fundamental duty of the municipality to really intervene intervene here yeah i could add that um um if you want to live in luxembourg city you just have like two main choices at the moment and it is like you are a buyer i mean you um, buy housing or you need to rent and uh, between the two of them there is no other alternative in other country we have like this kind of examples like uh, vienna who has like 40% of um, housing who is earned by the uh, municipality and in uh, that example we want also to have other alternatives here in luxembourg like the cooperative housing and every actors who who wants to have housing but non lucrative so um yeah because it increase also like the communities in the, in the the neighborhoods we we see that the municipality has the power to create alternatives to, between the both there are already some projects some launched by daylink members and um, others in the rope um, but so far these projects these collaborative housing projects have been kind of niche um, how would you increase the relevance of this kind of housing so if i look um, at hoc it's uh, one of the cooperative uh, who uh, is engaged since uh, i don't know how many years in creating like the cooperative housing here in luxembourg so in their logic to create like a cooperative housing that should be like a, a social mix also in 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 that and because we have this kind of um, social uh, mixed they can also give like space for person who could not afford that one so they there wasn't like an um, a, a project like a pilot project where based on this experience we could multiply it for for other municipalities so first we need like one project who is really created and and and, um, and uh, with the experience the cooperative housing and the municipality made like together we could build like an um, a law or a regulation uh, based on the experience but first we need the experience and then based on the experience we could multiply this experience here in luxembourg city but also in in other cities mm. if you want to create housing that takes money and it also needs space where do you want to get these two components from so the municipality of luxembourg city has a a reserve of 1.2 million so the financial aspect is already there and also it is an information if you create affordable housing you get you get like 75% back from 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 the state so it's just a question of uh, pre-financing the housing and then you you get like the 75% back from from the state and then uh, luxembourg city uh, is one of the main owners of uh, the um, 
the land here in Luxembourg City. So they are already in a good position to, to create this kind of um, housing. And it's also important, important that we have a, a mix of everything. So uh, we said that we need like uh, 5,000 affordable housing. The, the municipality should create one, but also the cooperative should create some. And also helping like the Agence Immobilière Sociale to create also some spaces here in Luxembourg City. And then one that we could really mobilize a lot of uh, housing is all the empty buildings that we have here. So we think that only here in Luxembourg City we have between 500 and 1,000 empty houses and, uh, and, and apartments. These are private property, obviously. How would you convince the people to uh, rent them out, the owners? There is a law coming who will um, help the municipality to uh, mobilize faster uh, these houses. But we have also ex examples of uh, the neighbor countries. There is a tax that is getting higher if your house or your uh, apartment is empty. But also we as a municipality, we could be like the immobilier who rent the houses to other people. So if there is like an issue because it takes too much time or the, the person are afraid that the rent will not come in. So the municipality stays as a guarant to uh, guarantee the, the rent if somebody could not pay it. But also like the um, renovation of uh, the house and uh, the small, the reparation who has to, to, to be done. Yeah, so the municipality would be the guarant uh, for these owners. Anna Correa and Asim Chirsada for the left party Daylank aim to build more housing, but also to invest in alternative housing concepts, such as non-lucrative community housing. Our last guest for today's piece is Tom Weidich for the right-wing alternative reform party, the ADR. Hello, Tom Weidich. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. In your election program, you propose to create more affordable housing and particularly for young families. Um, but you also say you don't want that the city grows too fast. How do you want to achieve this? Well, I think it's quite important to actually understand the main cause of the rising house prices, and that's the explosive uh, economic growth. And with that explosive economic growth also comes the mass immigration into the city. And we as a party, we would like a moderate economic growth and also a moderate migration. And so that the integration works better. And also, I mean, houses can be built. And so basically more available houses means house prices are going down. Obviously, the problem is at the moment that's not possible, and so we need to soften the blow of this explosive economic growth. And so what we said, okay, let's have more housing, affordable housing, especially for young families, because quite a lot of young people are growing up in Luxembourg City, but then after they don't find a place to live in Luxembourg City. And so we would like to do that. I mean, on the other hand, we also, as you as you said, we also do not want to have like a city like New York where you just have skyscrapers. I think what we certainly want to do is all the available spaces that the city still has. We want them to be dedicated to affordable housing, but also we would like to 
expense as a construction area in the city itself. So basically, we would like to keep the population density as it is at the moment, but actually expand the construction area. And on, in these open areas, Luxembourg City Council could then build affordable housing. But of course, it, it is, uh, as you say in German, ein Tropfen auf den heißen Stein, it's a drop on a hot stone. Yeah? And so obviously, the underlying problems are like different ones, and the town itself cannot solve them. If you say you want to focus um, on families, young families particularly, what about other groups of people that need housing just as urgently, like um, maybe young students or other singles even who are as well concerned by the housing crisis? Well, I, I mean, I, I used to be a student and I was living in a room for like seven or eight years. So I think... I think students have less needs. I mean, they, they are quite happy with, with the flat-sharing arrangement. It's not cheap, but it's much more affordable. But I think the people who are really suffering are young families because they need more rooms. And it is quite hard for parents to raise children in, in our society. It's very expensive. And so they are the most vulnerable. And also they are our future. We need children and we need loving and competent parents. And we should actually alleviate some stress from their life. And that's why we really want to focus on young families with children. This second large aspect of the city not growing too much, it goes against the direction that the city and the country has taken for the past decades, actually. The city has this enormous growth of the population. How do you want to go against this development? Um, I think uh, now we're moving more into national politics, but I think that it is true that we have this explosive growth, but I don't actually think that anyone actually wanted it. I think it just happened to us. And so now we need to deal with it. And so you have to take a really tough decision between uh, uh, maybe short-term less income, but maybe long-term more financial stability and higher quality of life, or like just continuing with this whole uh, program of a laissez-faire approach towards growth. And so um, on the policy level, what can you do? Obviously, you, you, you cannot just like, I mean, stop everything. I mean, I think what you can, certainly can do is you can see... Uh, Should we really do all these big construction projects that actually fuel the growth even more? Do we really want to do that? But how would you then, well, with just one short excursion into national <laughs> questions, probably. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, how would you then um, solve the question of the shortage of workers and also the aging of the population, which requires more workers to pay pensions? I mean, obviously, you can say two things. First thing, to actually educate our existing population to actually do all the jobs that we need to do. As a second thing, I think that all the new technologies, just like artificial intelligence, now it's an absolutely revolutionary technology. And I think a lot of jobs in finance will probably be replaced by computers. So I think you actually need probably less jobs for certain things. And the third thing is really, I mean, ultimately, if you want to, to have a stable society, you need 2.1 children per woman. And I think we have like 1.1, which actually means that every generation, we just have half the children that, that we really need. And I think that that's why we really try to be family friendly and also give families a choice 
of not having uh, less pressures on actually enjoying their children more and on actually don't be restricted by economic choices, just have one child. Because I think m- most families probably want two or three children, but they're often quite scared to have them because it's it's a huge financial burden. And so I think also on that front, we probably need to do more f- for families. That was Tom Weidig for the ADR Party. We talked about how they aim to solve the housing crisis by promoting a more moderate growth of the country and the city of Luxembourg. For Tom Weidig, the needs of families are the priority. That was the first Local Matters episode of this week. Tomorrow we will continue to present the party's proposals on how to solve the housing crisis with De Greng and DP. Stay tuned. That was Local Matters with Franziska Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rscityradio.com.